Alperin Shangoon hits clutch free throws. Amen Thompson has some key blocks, and the Rockets beat the Phoenix Suns 114 to 110. Let's talk about it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Summit State of Mind, a post-game reaction Summit State of Mind episode. In this episode, we're going to discuss Rockets defeating the Suns 114 to 110. Uh, topics we're just going to unpack throughout the game, the stories that took place within the game. Once again, my name is Kenny, aka the Commish. Welcome to another episode of Summit State of Mind. Once again, another post game reaction you know i had to do it one time the rockets defeated the phoenix suns 114 to 110 and don't be fooled by the color of my jersey i am rocking the houston dynamo kit one time that's right the h-town purple kit don't don't confuse the purple and orange with phoenix now i'm rocking this purely for the houston dynamo they're actually having their opening night uh to literally tonight i'm recording this very late so it's actually taking place 24 hours from now so shout outs to them but look bottom line we're here for one reason one reason only to discuss the houston rockets operating shangun with some clutch free throws i'm just glad to be finally back in the win column after suffering uh, during the all-star break uh, before the all-star break we were just on a winless streak here came out at the uh, laid an egg against New Orleans away from home and then finally getting home and sleeping in our beds obviously making a huge difference once again the hometown team cooked the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde continues to ring true for this Houston Rockets who continue to struggle away from away from Toyota Center but every time they cross the threshold of Toyota Center they become one of the most dominant teams in basketball so let's talk about it right now. First of all, I got to open it up one time with a question. Who is your player of the game for this Houston Rockets win over the Phoenix Suns? A lot uh, to call here. You got a man, Thompson, key blocks, a double, double, Jabari Smith, double, double, 20 plus point, 16 rebounds. How about Alperin Shangun, the unsung hero, with another big game, another big double, double. You're talking big games all across the board, guys. There's a lot to to discuss and unpack here. I'm just glad to be able to come back on this show and discuss a win. Finally, just glad we can do that. So let's go ahead and talk about and unpack it and the way it opened up. Because look, the Houston Rockets, like I said earlier, they laid an egg against the New Orleans Pelicans. It was not a great game by any means. Um, I mean, it, it, it was close in the first half and then a balloon to 20 plus point deficit. And that kind of set the table going into tonight. This team continually loses footing in their chance to make it to the play-in as Golden State and the LA Lakers continue to assert that Hall of Fame dominance, whether it's Steph Curry in Golden State or LeBron in LA. It put the Rockets in a really tough spot with teams starting to figure us out. So fast forward to today, putting us into this moment against the Phoenix Suns, the 30, well, at the time, 33 and 23 Phoenix Suns who are, you know, still have Kevin Durant, still have Devin Booker, may not be the most dominant team in the NBA, but hey, they got themselves certified studs of future Hall of Famer once again in Kevin Durant. So you knew coming into Toyota Center, 
the Rockets had a big bullseye on their back. They came in on a back-to-back, you know, finally getting to sleep in their beds, getting the opportunity to perform once again in front of the home crowd, wearing their own hometown kit, the hometown heroes jersey. They're like 11-5 and five or something in, the, in that uniform. I mean, it's been absolutely dominant. Uh, start the... Start the uh, right now, what is it? The petition to go ahead and, and make that the permanent unis because they seem to love it. They perform very, very well with it at home. But once again, the Houston Rockets uh, coming to Toyota Center and getting this big W against Phoenix. They went down 22-6 to to open the game. 22-6. to They were down 16. And when I mean the starters being... Uh, the, the the prime example of why this team gets off the slow starts, you have to look at the starters across the board. None of them have been performing to the capabilities that we've expected and seen from them from earlier in the season, starting with Jalen Green not playing well, obviously with worst shooting percentage of his entire year so far in February. Jabari Smith trying to ramp it up from his injuries and still not being able to find his footing, having on a game, on games, off games. Alperin Shangun being triple teamed. There's a lot, a lot flailing here, but you know, shouts to Ime Udoka who wants to continue to stay with this starting lineup just to see what they're capable of now that they're all healthy with Fred Van Vliet being back as well as DB Dylan Brooks. Wants to see what this team is capable of in a healthy setting. So I I mean, kudos to him. I, I have my opinion on it. I, I believe that this was probably gonna be this game was going to be the kind of the setting point here. I believe if they lost this game, especially if they lost this game big, um, the, at, Ime Udoka was going to start looking elsewhere. I think he was going to start pulling from the bench, Amen Thompson, Cam Whitmore. Most likely, Amen Thompson was going to get a start. But, I mean, they came in 22-6. to The starters could not get anything going. Insert Amen Thompson. Insert... Cam Whitmore, and you are looking at, once again, the true Energizer Bunnies of this team. Makes me realize how much I miss Tari Eason. Oh my gosh, to... Guys, to get the opportunity to get all three of these guys on the court off the bench, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, I'm salivating at the opportunity. The fact that we haven't even seen this all season. With a... Not even, you know, a season-realized Cam Whitmore and a season-realized version of Amen Thompson playing with... Tar East, and I can't even see that. But bottom line, they came in, they showed up, you know, took down the 16-point lead, brought it all the way down to five at one point. That's this is what they have done the past five or six games, and this is what Amen Thompson kind of has started to surge and and kind of forcing Ime Udoka's hand. Like maybe I should be the starter, maybe. You know, he's playing very, very well, and I've said this time and time again, and I've gotten flack for it, but now people are starting to see the way, you know, let it cook and watching him play. I really call him the second coming of Penny Hardaway if he got his jump shot going. Watching him maneuver across the floor, offense, defense. Can we talk about the defense that he played on Devin Booker? You're talking about one of the most premier guards, premier players in the entire NBA in Devin Booker who consistently cooks the Rockets, by the way. Like, Devin Booker and every star guard that can shoot the Rock has consistently trounced us. Steph Curry, Trey Young, uh, DeJounte Murray, like, the list goes on. All the star guards. Devin Booker in that equation. I love that they put Amin Thompson on him. 
And not only that, but Amen Thompson's size seemed to, his size, his physicality, his quickness seemed to have bothered Devin Booker. And speaking of who else it bothers, I want to shine, well, first of all, let's just go ahead. We're already shining the spotlight on Men Thompson. Let's shine the spotlight on Men Thompson. Because came off the bench, 15 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 6 of 11 from the field, 2 blocks. The 2 blocks he had was against 7-footer Kevin Durant and 7-foot-2 Bull Bull. He blocked 16 feet worth of wingspan, boys and girls. In the span of those two blocks, Amen Thompson is a freak of athletic nature. And he's and the best part about it, he's putting it together now in the most prime spot of the season. When you really need it, you're looking at a player that's performing above expectations now. He was the fourth overall pick, but they didn't expect him to do this. I think literally he's a jump shot away from being an absolute a triple-double machine. Like kissing triple-doubles, getting around triple-doubles. I could see him like 15, 8, and 8. Like I, it's, it's, vi- it's actually viable. He is so good and so gifted in his craft and what he does. And he's only a rookie, and he's only getting better. It was a prime example of what you saw tonight. Um, Fast forward throughout the game, the Rockets ended up going on a big run in that second quarter as well, which leads to big moments from Fred Van Vliet as well. Look, if we're going to give flowers to the guards, we can't not leave Fred Van Vliet off the table. 23 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 7 to 15 from the floor, 6 of 14 from 3, every 3 necessary over here. This comeback, it sparked a 24 to 6 run to end the first half. That was with a three that was given up at the very last second to a, I wanted to call Grayson Waller, Grayson Allen, shout out to my wrestling listeners, um, who, you know, who ended up hitting a three. It would have been 24 to three. The Rockets ended up going up five going into the half, but that 24 to six run was sparked by Fred Van Vliet and the bench and their ability to get back into the game. The the part where it got a little weird was when they went on the run and then the starters got inserted into the game. And I and maybe it's me being melodramatic and maybe it was me, but I really thought first thing I thought I was like, oh, this is it. Like the bench, they went on their run. Like FVV is leading this current run, and now you're putting in DB, you're putting in Jalen Green. Let's see what happens. They responded accordingly. DB finally locking in on the defense. Jalen Green, uh, finally getting able to get some offense going, able to hit a nice step back three. They went. To, they went up five at the end of the first half. Then going into the third quarter, a lot of seesaw back and forth. Ultimately, we took the lead, took a big lead. Going into the fourth, going up 12. This is where the moments get big. Because Kevin Durant went and did Kevin Durant things. Kevin Durant in Toyota Center is like, it's spaghetti and meatballs. You know, it just it just goes together. You know, Kevin Durant loves to play here, loves to play in these big moments. Um, Phoenix Suns, of course, of course, this classic Phoenix being the worst fourth quarter team in the entire NBA, like by a wide margin, ends up having a stellar fourth quarter because of course, right? And how about Bobo? Got nearly got his career high because of course. It's classic heartbreak Houston to put yourself in this situation to be up 12 
uh, up thir- no up 13 going into the fourth quarter and then letting it dwindle away and they slowly crept back the Phoenix Suns uh, ultimately uh, big threes by Jabari Smith coupled with really huge defensive possessions they put DB on Kevin Durant they put Amen Thompson on Devin Booker two of the most premier scorers in the NBA put DB you put Amen Thompson lock him down that's basically what ended up happening. Kevin Durant got his. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from Kevin Durant, but Devin Booker had 25 points, but he took 24 shots just to get to those 25 points. Amen Thompson played phenomenal defense. I don't care what the points say. 25 points is 25 points. 25 points is 24 shots. Inefficiency at its finest. Amen Thompson played fan- phenomenal defense. Cam Whitmer coupled with that playing uh, stellar defensive possessions. The starters ended up uh, coming in. Uh, Sands, Jalen Green, Amen Thompson took that spot. Clutch defensive possessions down the road, which leads me to this moment, to a moment that culminated throughout the game, which has been the a big problem for the Houston Rockets. Clutch free throws towards the end of the game. And who else to put into that situation but the player that, in my opinion, should have been an all-star and it was robbed from him. Put Alperin Shangoon, enter the spotlight, big free throws on the line here. Able to either put this game away or possibly extend it or even give Phoenix the lead. Alperin Shangoon fouled, took a took his deep breath, said his prayer. Shouts to my turkey listeners once again that continue to stay strong for us. I would love to know what he says, by the way. If anyone can convert it for me, if anyone can uh, can translate it for me, please, I would love to know what he says. I know it's a it's a Turkish prayer. I would love to know what he says. Um, and then calmly knocks down four huge magnitude shaking free throws. Like, they're free throws with under a minute. You have Kevin Durant, you have Devin Booker, players that you know they're capable of hitting a big three and basically locking in the lo- locking in the game, whether it's Ty or taking the lead. Alperin Shingun calmly, calmly knocks down four huge free throws. And that's the thing too. And if we can just shine a spotlight on that, it's a perfect opportunity. I can shine a spotlight on Shangun now. 17 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 of 15 from the floor. He missed a lot of bunnies at the rim. I'm not going to excuse LP of that. Um, he missed a lot of bunnies at the rim. A lot of defensive mistakes as well in the perimeter. A lot of Bull Bull's takes were based off of Alperin Shangun getting pump faked. He has to stay flat on the floor, keep his feet moving, stay and move laterally. That's as far as I'll say in regards to the defense. But the ability to stay steadfast. He's gonna ease every possession. He's getting doubled and triple teamed. I said this in the past. This is on two people. It's on Shangun. It's on Ime. How's Ime going to adjust the plays accordingly? And how's Alperin Shangun going to adjust accordingly? That's how he's going to figure out ways out of this. Now, he's seeing doubles and triples now. So how is he going to find a way to be effective and still score? Had a couple of turnovers. And he's going to learn from that, but he, Ime and Alpi need to get together and figure out how are we going to get out of these situations. One, hit some clutch shots. The Rockets hit some timely three-point shots, which ultimately opened up the floor. It gave way for Alperin Shingun to get a chance to get a couple of big hook shots down the stretch as well. I mean, he extended it from a three-point lead to a five-point lead off a of Dylan Brooks pass in the clutch moments, I think, with like under three minutes left in the game. 
I mean, this was a, a testament to how good this team can be. That's why it's infuriating and frustrating as Rockets media, as a fan at heart. It's frustrating to watch because you see the lack of effort from the team sometimes and you want to see them play well. You want to see them do well. You want to see them play for each other. And ultimately, you want to see this team win. This team is capable of being any team in the NBA. I truly believe it. I think it com- comes down to effort and execution. And they need both of that. And they f- they put both of that together and realize, like, hey, we're a pretty badass team given the opportunities. So, Alperin Shangun hits clutch free throws. Shoutouts to him one time. Shoutouts to Jabari Smith Jr. too, by the way. Oh my goodness. 22 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 6 of 18. A lot left to be desired in terms of percentage. I mean, he had a horrible start to the game. I'm not... I think he was like 0-5 or 0-6 to start. Like, it was, it, was, it was really bad. But his ability to stay steadfast in the game, hit a clutch 3 down the stretch, hit some clutch free throws down the stretch as well. He missed one, but then he followed up and made 3 in a row after that. I mean, you're looking at, you're looking at possibly... And this is a sophomore year of Jabari Smith Jr. So you're seeing a lot of ups and you're seeing a lot of downs. But the highs have definitely overshadowed the lows. And we're starting to see him kind of putting that together. Finding the pocket for which makes him successful. But not only makes him successful, but helps elevate the team and makes them successful as a whole. So Jabari Smith Jr. has done incredible things. Uh, 20, 22 and 16. I mean, come on. That's... That's pretty insane to see. And granted, Phoenix is a very small team. Like, Kevin Durant, I know Kevin Durant's seven feet. But, I mean, they had Eubanks, who was, isn't really a true big, in my opinion. And, like, you know, they, they put themselves into this situation. And that's why, ultimately, they end, they end up getting a win. Down the stretch, in the closing seconds, excuse me, it ended up being, you know, a free throw contest. Which I thought was a smart move. I mean, you gave up a big three against Portland at home which ended up tying the game. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was Grant that hit that three that ultimately extended the game, which led to a, which led to uh, a, ultimately a loss. I can't remember if it was Toronto or if it was Portland, which the game that happened, but it took place in Toyota Center. So, Emi Odoka playing against, you know, cross the court, some of the best three-point shooters in NBA history. No, let's not mess around. We're up three, make some free throws. You know what I mean? So it became a free throw contest down the stretch. Ultimately, the Rockets did make it. It was the weird, weird moment where Kevin Durant pump faked his free throw. I never seen anything like it. I, I didn't. I'm pretty flabbergasted. I've watched basketball since like 2000, 2001, and I've never seen that in my life. So that's pretty incredible to see. Uh, so ultimately, the Rockets did escape with the win 114 to 110. Like I said, the magnitude of this win is uncomparable because, one, it keeps you within striking distance from an already stacked Western Conference in terms of play-in teams. The fact that Golden State and the LA Lakers are 10-9 and is not looking good for the Rockets. I think if they lost tonight, they would have they wouldn't have been mathematically eliminated, but they would have been in a pretty rough spot and it'd be a, a lot tougher for them to possibly maybe make a comeback. Um, this team ultimately does improve. They're, they improved to 25 and 31. It's it's a good record. Um, cons- all, all intents and purposes, six games under 500, 25 and 31. Not a sexy record, but considering where we were the last couple of years, it's a lot better of a record. Now, granted, what does it mean now moving forward for this team? 
This team continues the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde scenario. What do they do? They play very, very well at home. The incredible record at home. I, I, I still don't fully understand the Rockets, how they play, you know, on the road as opposed to the way that they play at home. You know, they, they play on the road and it's like the air gets sucked out of the balloon. It's almost like they play like a completely different team. I don't know how to describe it fully even. I've watched and logged every single game, whether I'm watching it live or not live or if I'm re-watching it on the back end. The Rockets are 19-9 and at home and they are 5-22 and on the road. Like, it's inexcusable. That's why you're 25 and 31. If you think about it, if they get, I mean, shoot, there's six games under 500. You just get six of those wins away from home and you're still 11 and 22, which is a really bad record on the road regardless. This is what's been the, that's been the bane of their existence. When they're away from home, they play like the worst team in the league. When they play at, when they play at home, they're one of the absolute best teams in the league. And that's what they've proven throughout the season. It's been a lot of inconsistencies, a lot of highs. And we know there's been a lot of lows with this team. So what do we look forward to from here? I would love for there to be a miracle run. I would love to win 10 in a row. Golden State loses 5 or 6 in a row. Maybe we find a way to sneak in. That would be nice. Um, More than likely not. Realistically speaking, I don't see us making the play in. What do you do now from here on in? Win as many games as you possibly can. And uh, get get yourselves going, whether it's for next year or not. Um, Alperin Shangun obviously did not make the All-Star game, so that was heartbreaking. Play-in did not happen, so that's heartbreaking as well. What can this team do moving forward? Continue to develop, continue to get that chemistry going. We don't know who's going to be here next year. So just continue to build upon the confidence that you got from this game. That's why this game ended up being so huge, because it was against Phoenix, one of the better teams in the Western Conference. A team that you definitely, if you want to get some type of swagger back, this was like a big team that you needed to get. I mean, it's still, it's Kevin Durant. It's Devin Booker. You know, like those are like the, they're kind of like the apex in terms of NBA talent. You know, one of the, the best wing of an entire generation, um, with along with LeBron. Devin Booker, you know, the 70 point extraordinaire shooter. Like the, the this was, this was the team that if you wanted to kind of put your stamp back in and to kind of put your hat back in the ring and say, no, we're not going to give up and quit. Like, we're not. We're going to fight. We're going to try to make the play until the very end. This was the game to get. The Houston Rockets ended up with a monumental win, one of their biggest wins of the season, and clutch moments when they absolutely needed it. Because I know every Houston fan was absolutely uh, on pins and needles waiting on that Durant 3 or Devin Booker 3 to hit. So thankfully that was not the case. And we can hope that as this Rockets team continues to move forward, as we move forward with them, we can only hope that they continue to get these wins and just get some road wins. And then maybe, just maybe, there could be a miracle for this Houston Rockets. Thank you for joining in once again. Shout outs to our sponsor once again. Gotta give him a shout out one time to Big City Wings. That's right, Houston's Wing Joint, Apollo's Wing Joint one time. The best deal on the planet, two for Tuesday. That's right, buy one, get one. You buy five, you get 10. You get buy 10, you get 20. My two top flavors, gotta get myself some garlic parm. I'm a garlic parm fan. And then number two, gotta get myself the gold. Uh, the Gold Fever. The Gold Fever, absolutely delicious. 
one of my favorite blend uh, wet flavors to have and the best deal, like you said, all around. So find your nearest Houston location that is nearest to you. Go check them out one time. Big City Wings, Houston's Wing Joint, Apollo's Wing Joint, one time. Once again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Summit State of Mind, episode 208, officially in the books. You can follow me on Twitter at Summit Commish. Follow my tag team partner and my brother and co-host, the GM Justin, at JP underscore Mirabueno. Follow our uh, Twitter and Instagram page, Twitter at Summit SOM Pod, Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. Follow our media company at Apollo NBA and at Apollo HOU super kick that subscribe button one time if you like uh, if you want to like subscribe anything in regards to this episode and you want to continue to follow all of our content be sure to give us a follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Apollo HOU shout outs to the crown jewel of Astros podcast that's right BTD beyond the diamond make sure to give them your first listen for all Houston Astros content shout outs to Apollo Texans that's right off the gridiron make sure you give them your first listen for all Houston Texans content and once again I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making us your first listen for all Houston Rockets content I missed all of y'all it's been very busy but I'm glad I can get back in do another episode with y'all as Apollo HOU actually is in the middle of moving right now that's right we're gonna have a new office so you're gonna see here in about a month or two where we're gonna be I'm excited to show it all to our audience here so let's get ready to go home here as my producer gives us the go home cue here on episode 208 that's right and I have to end it only one way with a go summit go Apollo and Rockets that's a big freaking win balls of steel Continue. Let's go on a win streak. Go Rockets. Oh, yeah. And by the way, watch basketball. Yeet! The Summit. Four, 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 four. Life.